0: The Swap Without a Still is just a tent, a martini without olives doesn't quite make it, and Mash Minute is intended for mature audiences. Hi gang, it's
1: Future Tierney here. Just checking in to see how you did- no, I have bad news. You ever try and record a podcast and things just don't go well? Well, that's what happened to us recording this minute. You're going to hear some interesting cobbling together. I think we ended up with six different recording sessions across various platforms. Look, the title of this episode says it all. We tried to have a serious conversation. We had interesting thoughts and insights and the world was against us. So please enjoy the episode. We did our best and I'm sorry if it's not up to the usual quality. Thanks for being patient with us. More patient than I was with my computer that night. Put on your headphones. Listen for the tones of your favorite podcast, MASH minute. Well, it's a minute-by-minute minute detailed analysis of the movie without which the series won and exist. Megan and Tierney, and guests will make three, goddamn army, MASH Minute.
0: Welcome to MASH Minute, where we analyze the 1970 Robert Altman film, one minute at a time. I'm Megan Coleman. I'm
1: Tierney Steele.
2: And I'm Jonathan Howell, from Minute Impossible. Zup.
1: <laughs> Welcome back, Jonathan. <laughs> Thanks. I've been very much enjoying your names
2: on the uh, recording. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, when you're recording a cast, pick behind the curtain. Always make something fun, so the hosts are delighted by your names. Well, what's what funny is when you're on with a bunch of your friends, like when I'm on with Rob and George when we do our pod, when we do some podcasting. We all sometimes put on the same name because as we talk during the episode, we come up with bits. And then later on, we do another recording, and we all change the name, and everybody has the same name. It's like, this is so confusing. I have no idea who's talking. I
1: was going to say, as the person who edits this podcast, Megan, I beg you to never, ever do
0: that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll just have Mr. Gan just occasionally, when I can't type my own name. Dragon. (laughs) Mr. Gan. It's your dragon name.
1: (laughs) It's my dragon. Ooh, I like that.
2: My cast name is Bobby D, because this is the minute we meet. Bobby D. Bobby
1: (laughs) D. IOGB was very quick to tell me his nickname was Bob. And I'm like, I mean, I guess. But I
2: wanted it
0: to be more exciting. Ugh. Did you know
2: that for a long time, probably into my 20s, I thought Bobby D was a nickname for uh, Robert De Niro? Oh. Because why would I think it was not?
0: Yeah, fair. Because uh, at,
2: that, at that point in my mind, Robert Duvall was not, I guess not cool enough in my mind to have a cool nickname like Bobby D. Whereas Robert De Niro, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, <gasps> I'm like, Robert De Niro's Bobby D. But no, he's not.
1: I'm you okay there, Tierney? My heart in betrayal.
2: I know it's weird. I love Robert De Niro. I love no. Robert Duvall.
1: Robert Duvall is my jam.
2: I love him. Days of Thunder. In
1: acting wise, this is where. It, <laughs> hey guys,
2: remember every movie meets the uh, Robert Duvall and Tom Cruise in Days of Thunder. So one point of Kevin Bacon. Boom.
1: <laughs> this is for the record. For those keeping track at home, minute thirteen, our introduction <laughs> to Robert Duvall. Mm-hmm. It starts with Duke and Hawkeye listening to someone read the Bible from, I wrote inside their tent because I've been brainwashed. It's not even their tent yet, but it will be. And it ends with Ho John getting up to leave his English lesson. Yeah, there's a lot to fill in there. But <laughs> what I love is that my first note for this minute is that Tom Hagen finally gets to sit in the position of power in a darkened room. And yes. for those listening to The Godfather Minute you will understand why I am obsessed with this introduction and beginning. I talked to
2: Barzini.
1: What you have to understand is that I am a person of German Irish descent who studied Italian for many years and whose cousins are all half Sicilian and saw the Godfather, for the record, Way too young. Sorry, Dad, if you're listening, but like, what were you thinking? I should not have been watching The Godfather alone at 13 in my room. Okay? Oh,
2: I definitely saw. Oh, like I thought too. you were
0: gonna say you were like eight. So
1: no, but I definitely snuck. Um, someone was watching Platoon, and I saw parts of it because when I then saw it later, I was like, I, I recognize this, but that wasn't on purpose. I'm pretty sure I snuck that. No, like, that's not crazy young. But that's young to be, like, into Mafia movies. And especially the fact that, like, I didn't have an older sibling who was watching it and, like, yeah, whatever, I saw it. My parents didn't have it on. I was, like, 100% in on Al Pacino of my own preteen girl volition.
2: (laughs) I think I saw Flashdance with my mother in the movie theater when I was 11. Did you ever see Flashdance? Dance?
0: yeah there you go I stripper have
2: not. stripper by I've night stripper Brian. by night and it's uh, not the same as tommy boy i love tommy, tommy. boy by the way not, that's a whole that's a whole other oh, podcast God. talking about oh. the sex romps of the 80s sex romp, romp- on
1: guesting <laughs> that is one of my favorite movies of all time no but i did watch american beauty with my father <laughs> When yes. I was in high school. And
2: I, that was I, That's basically what Flashdance was. There were naked women <laughs> and I'm sitting next to my mother and I'm 11 and I'm mortified. I don't know what my mom was thinking.
1: I don't question anything. My mom got taken to see The Graduate in theaters and I've done the math and she was too young for that. And now I have a sister named Elaine and I can't believe that's a coincidence. <laughs> but anyway.
0: Anyway. Hi Elaine I if you're listening. I <laughs> grew
1: up like really relating to Tom Hagen on a level that was deeply spiritual. <laughs> I also love that the aunt who had married a Sicilian hates all mobster movies, for the record.
0: That sounds like my husband.
1: Ha-ha. And we are very much one of those, like, <laughs> like adults have looked me in the eye and said, there is no mafia. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 there is no mafia. And I'm like, okay, well, now I know you're lying because <laughs> there is, like, historically, for a fact. <laughs> so the fact that you just looked me in the eye and tried to tell me there isn't means that there is, and you know something about it. <laughs> so yeah, that's Teens. how I feel
2: about every <laughs> every movie that portrays the South. That's how I feel because every time, like, oh, Nashville. Yeah? Remember that show, TV show, not the movie, Nashville. Remember the TV show, Nashville. Yes. That's offensive. It was so offensive to me. I was just like, that's not how we talk. It was no. too
0: gimmicky.
2: And it was just the, the way everybody's accent was trying to be. Way too.
0: It's like how I can't stand Boston movies sometimes because yeah. the accents are just like, ugh. Yeah, unless it's Boston movie by
2: like The Departed. Seth
0: Meyers, like The Departed, or then you know, have you seen? Okay, this is a tangent, quick, but uh, Seth Meyers has that Boston movie trailer he did, and it's basically all about how there's like seventy zillion different kinds of Boston accents, and there's always a British actor who refuses to do the British accent. No, I haven't seen that. It's really funny. Okay, it's really funny. They need something like that for down. Put it it up in your listeners
2: group. I will. Guys, go to their listeners group, whatever it is, because it doesn't exist yet. Does it? Let me tell
0: you. It does. Does. It does. What? Oh,
2: the ma- it's it. Let me guess its name. It's called the Hojon. Oh, no, oh. does not
0: have Hojon in it at all. It is, is not the Hojons.
2: This not. It's we called the Major Burns. <laughs> nope. Oh, okay. damn. I'm not going to get this, am I? am trying to
1: find it. <laughs> no, I just wanted to sidestep. People dunk on Benedict Cumberbatch's Boston accent, and I just want to make it clear. He is playing a person who has a weird Boston accent. That is not his fault.
0: No, but he's definitely referenced in this, so.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Anyway. do Boston I w- accents. A person who actually teaches actors how to do them professionally, and I think worked on Black... Was it called Black Mass the movie, or was that just the book?
0: Um, I think it was Black Mass. I think it was for both.
1: I'll make a sound much more. It's both. On top of things and editing. Okay, so in Black Mass, the person who taught the actors their accent said they used the song from Family Guy. Have you ever put butter on a pop tart? <laughs> Have you ever spread butter on a pop tart? It's so freaking good. How did we get here?
0: Accents. Um, oh, accents.
1: So, I. Did you know, not I can hear someone's I can...
2: I'm sorry. Yeah. I can hear someone's keyboard. when sorry. you Sorry.
1: Yeah, Megan types. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I, I was posting. It,
0: I was posting the Boston accent trailer. I'm sorry. just saying if
2: I could hear it, everyone Cass else could hear did. it. I okay. Know, I'm I'm just, sorry. Okay. <laughs> you can
0: edit that out. I'm sorry. I am being that librarian right now. Shh. No. Okay.
1: Not. That. She has urges. Librarian <laughs>
0: urges. I'm a reference librarian, and so if you give me a question, I have to sit sometimes on my hands to not find the answer.
1: Oh yeah. So. Jonathan, it's, it's I didn't real. realize you were originally from the South. Is Tom Skerritt driving you absolutely up the wazoo in this movie?
2: No, because Tom Skerritt's also from the South, so his yeah, accent okay. doesn't bother me. It's it's I'm from Tennessee, so we have our own baggage. I just don't have that accent anymore. I haven't lived there in like I don't know 25 years, but it, it's always the hey. I mean, he's also in Steel Magnolia. He uh, it, it's I, a he's southern done hmm?
1: multiple. I gotta look up because i'm pretty sure he's originally from detroit
2: he may be maybe he's just a great actor I mean, look uh or he
1: may have lived there for a while
2: he's from oh yeah just
1: because you were born somewhere doesn't mean that's where you grew up oh i
2: see he learned his southern accent from the university of california (laughs) (laughs) no he he's from detroit and he went to school in california am i alone in the world he's not bad not a bad accent I really would have thought he's from South. Yeah, I guess he's not. Oh well. Can you guys hear?
1: I'm gonna email the thing to them. No, no, I've not been disconnected. Please, please keep working. If not. Oh, no, no! You ever put butter on a pop-tart it's so freaking good have you ever put butter on a pop-tart if you haven't then i think you should i'm gonna see if they reconnect to the same session all right so clearly The internet as a whole was like, you guys have tangented
0: way too much. Way
1: too much. (laughs) Because literally my internet flickered and Cass was just like, these guys are (laughs) off. (laughs) Like, they cannot do this. So let's talk about the horribleness of colonialism and convert by the sword mechanisms. (laughs)
0: Yay!
1: Because we are hearing.
0: This is when I really start to cringe a little bit.
1: ...me, Frank Burns, who is teaching Ho John to read by teaching him the Bible. You know what? I'm Team Duke in this minute, but I do have the note with many, many ha's, Duke's faced after he says, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when they're still outside the tent just watching his happen, like, he's... So upset with the turn this day has
0: taken. It's like that's Major Burns, and he's like, "Oh dear God,
1: (laughs) (laughs) this is the whole Valley of Death." Psalm uh, twenty-three. Did you know that off the top of your head? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Aww, look at
0: you being
1: so much better at going to church than I
0: am. Um, I think you're better at that than I am. But okay. (laughs) They might have maybe memorized it in fourth grade. Um. Anyway, so yeah. So we meet Frank and. Uh, hey Frank. Hey Frank. Uh, he's all.
2: And it's not David Ogden Stiers.
0: It's not.
2: And that's okay. It's Bobby D. Hey but Bobby D. D.
0: But but David Ogden Stiers was Winchester though, so.
2: Oh, that's right. He was Winchester. It's okay. Oh, my God.
0: He was also the voice of um, the clock in Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) Yes, he was. Which is why I bought the ornament this year at Hallmark, because I was like, Mesh Connection.
2: Megan, if you go off this tangent, (laughs) Cass is going to kick us off again. I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. It's fair. It's relevant, because one of my notes was how different... The Frank Burns we get in the movie is from the Frank Burns of the show. Yes. Larry Linville, by the way, in case that's driving you nuts and needed to
0: look
2: it up. <sighs> yes, Larry Linville.
0: Larry.
1: Megan's favorite person to hate in the I know. entire yeah. history of world and character.
0: Pretty much.
1: <laughs> is it because, I mean, I started writing down words like vitality, and then I'm like, that's just you liking Robert Dufault. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stop
0: it, Terry. Stop it. Stop it.
1: But this is a Frank Burns who's... Glad to meet these two. I'm assuming it's just because they've been shorthanded and he doesn't know them yet. <laughs> I was going to say,
0: he doesn't know them yet. He's just assuming they're upstanding military doctors who, you know,
2: know the drill.
0: Ha, ha,
2: ha. Do you think anybody likes Burns? Like, that's no. there now? <laughs> no. one does, oh, right? Oh, no. Other than the Hot Lips. Does anyone else like him? Yeah,
1: the no, Hot Lips not. there. Does maybe, there Maybe,
2: like, maybe like, they can
0: tolerate him. I don't see too many people liking him. Nobody wants to go get a drink with Burns.
1: Burns' idea of a fun time is making one of the Korean boys learn the Bible. Like, this is his idea of a fun way to spend an afternoon.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's so boring. There are better ways to learn English. Well,
1: we're going to get to that. Well, yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Not to mention, oh, sorry. I Not to no, mention that Frank Burns is sort of patronizing in his own
2: way. Oh yeah, he's he's definitely thinks he's better than everybody, which is weird because both of these guys outrank him. At first, I think when I was a kid, I they thought know. I thought no, uh, they don't. Well,
0: no, not really.
2: They're captains. Yeah, and he's
0: majors major.
2: out. Majors below. Is captain. he
1: a captain? Not in the army.
2: But yeah, in the army.
0: I have to use the keyboard to double check. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So from the book,
0: yeah, it's first are... lieutenant, captain, major, lieutenant colonel, mm-hmm.
2: captain major.
0: No, it's ca- it's first yeah. lieutenant, then captain, then major, then lieutenant colonel for the army and the Marine Corps. Yeah. So majors over captain. Captain. Really? Yep. Yep. Man. I've already made this mistake <laughs> once previous in a minute, but I blame that on being sleep deprived.
2: Oh, um, yeah. Cause, and then lieutenant colonels after major. OK. Yeah. Yep. Some reason I had captain before colonel. lieutenant colonel. I apologize. That's so okay. He is above him. Yeah. So I yes. was right when I was a kid. In my mind, he, he was always.
1: In the book, they're all of equal rank. Yes. So every other surgeon that we meet is captain. And actually, is he a captain in the movie? Now I gotta check my notes. In the in the book, they're all cap. Like that's the rank that enlisted right. surgeons right. get is captain. Right. Right. Because they, they have to be
2: able to tell people what to do and they can't be you can't have them being bothered by minor functionaries like like sergeants who would tell them what to do right they have to be above them automatically
1: and blake is higher because he is an a career army right. doctor he's
2: a colonel so, who, and he's
1: come up through the ranks and is now a colonel right i
2: have a friend i have two friends who are in the army and they are both now colonels because and they are surgeons and they have been doing this for years. So if they were sent to, like, they when they go to Iraq, they're colonels; they're the head of whatever unit they're in. And then there are a bunch of there are captives. But now, I mean, it's also not wartime, so they have the right amount of ranked military medical people currently. When you're in a when well, in a war, I mean, this war was what? How many years after uh, World War II? Oh,
3: holy so, uh, five. So I don't. Five.
2: Yeah, so I don't Ish. think they had enough time Before, to replenish everything or, they'd lost yeah. from World War II at that point, point. and also a lot of these kids wouldn't have been able to go through school even after World War II in that amount of time to be surgeons. So yeah,
1: well they would have already been in, so
2: because these people are old. These, these guys, guys are old. Well, so Hawkeye's old. I mean he he would have probably fought in World War II if I don't know I don't if maybe he was in college. Maybe he was in college and didn't go to yeah. World War II, but he could, these guys could easily have been. World War Two veterans.
1: A lot of guys who were in, so from what I've read, they're drafted. These aren't joiners. And that's the other reason of now an all-volunteer army, blah, blah, blah. They were talking about how so many people were enlisted right out of med school, which they do get into in the show with B.J. Honeycutt. His experience is actually a lot more common from what i've read he graduated and was like this is gonna be great now i finally qualified and can start paying off every ah crap here's my draft notice
2: yeah they basically but you know Um, they get drafted and they have to go because there's very few surgeons
1: yeah and so they they said so many of the match surgeons only had one or two years of surgical experience and that's why surgical experience was so respected i mean a lot of the guys will say yeah we didn't really care about rank yeah military authority really didn't mean anything to us but they call out that like blake would have been hugely respected mm-hmm. because he'd been there you well, know remember
2: remember world war 2 i'm a big world war Two buff in world war Two, the medics were all just people that lean toward being able to help people they might have had some basic first aid but we're not these kids were not Surgeons or doctors, they no. were put into boot camp and taught how to beat. Like they took the smartest mm-hmm. ones that seemed to have an aptitude for it and made them into it. So they were respected. Can you imagine how a doctor would be respected at this time?
1: Yeah, and so they, yeah, they were saying that it really was more based on experience, which we'll kind of get into with Burns. Of these guys would be willing to give Burns a pass. Of he's a pain in the ass and we don't want to live with him. But if he was a good surgeon. They would not have the trouble with him that they do. Hmm. I think they would still be like, oh, this guy. (laughs) It's the fact that he also sucks that they're just like, and we're done with you. Well,
2: yeah. I mean, look, we all have friends who are annoying, but because they're our friends, we cut them slack and it's not a big deal. (laughs) But Burns is a jerk and we don't like him. So it, it, it works He's a he, he's a jerk and he's not our friend. So
1: yeah, Yay. and we really get that right off the bat. I, and that's I mean, so good. That's the such way good he's acting. Sitting there is just like
2: oh, he's you, so pompous. Oh, yeah. we
1: hate you. So go ahead. And then the fact that like when he's in, when they introduce Hojon, he like puts his hand on his shoulder and forces <sighs> him sitting back down.
0: Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Your
1: spine okay over there? <laughs> uh. I can, like, feel you twist. Can you, but, like, Can do do that. I know,
0: right? Like, ugh, I know, we need a video, right? Like,
1: just,
2: ugh. <laughs> well, this is such a great scene because it it delineates the difference between Duke and Hawkeye right away. The second he's like, you should read the Bible, and that's the way to learn. And then Duke's like, oh, here's a porno mag. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks, it's got pictures. And when you have pictures, I mean, because these guys are smart. They're like, hey, if you oh, use pictures, God. you'll be able to read faster. It's so cool. It's it, You're already like, you know what? I kind of like Duke again. I'm back on Duke's Duke, side.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
2: and that's what uh, earlier you said. Duke was I in the doghouse. Duke is back life. out of the doghouse again because he's like, yeah, that's that's kind of fun. He
1: can he can be he can be both at the same time. I unabashedly love Tom Skerritt in this movie, so I'm not even gonna pretend. <laughs> That even when I was yelling at him, I didn't love him. Yeah, I was trying to, so it's cropped so you can't see the magazine name, which makes me think they just grabbed an actual magazine.
2: Oh, yeah, the, the production cost of, of this mocking movie. Instead one up. Yeah, I'm sure it was nothing. So well, just...
1: it's not hard to mock that up, but the fact that it's cut that way, I'm just like, oh, were uh, you not supposed to be showing that? It's 25 cents. That's all I got. I wasn't really analyzing things. I was just like, yeah, it's a dirty magazine. Um, Which
2: is weird, though. It's on the cover. That means it's smuttier than like the stuff that was in America. Because you, you wouldn't have had a naked woman on a cover. So I think maybe he, maybe he got it in Europe on his way over. It's a long flight to Korea. Okay. You got to go through a lot of weird I just places. I
1: assumed it was a uh, brown bagger. I you know, know, when they have the paper to cover the...
2: could be we don't know where Duke's from so I mean I mean I mean like how he got here like so by way of what like where what smut peddler he went to (laughs) it all kind of (laughs) works you know funny Um, fact I work in Chicago I live in Chicago and in River North there is still a adult bookstore on Hubbard
4: no
2: yeah an actual (laughs) adult bookstore it has no windows it is just a door. Wait, a so it sign. has
0: literally no windows, or like they're just covered up to nothing. Literally no windows. windows.
2: Wow. Here, I'll look it up. I'll uh, I'll send it to your group for this, uh, <laughs> and you guys for can. Those in
1: the know. For let's the... See. Wow. Let's not do a meet up there.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, let's not. I would
2: not go in there.
0: That, that would be
2: awkward. I've never gone in there.
0: So why are you in here? I'm meeting some podcasters. It's all good. Don't worry about it.
2: It's just one of those things. that's so... Does it
0: have a real door or is it just the beaded curtain? Because oh, no, it's I a real door. It's, it's Chicago. you got
2: to have a real door. You'll die.
1: I know, but, but it's always behind a beaded curtain. That's how you know, right? Mm. You worked in a video store.
2: Funny enough, uh, it's not showing up on my uh, Google Maps. <laughs> that's weird. Right? Hmm. Hmm.
0: It's still in business.
2: I'm going to Street View. I'm going to Street View, <laughs> ladies. I'm gonna find it right now. I'll be right there. Oh yeah, it's still in business. Oh okay. I I have made eye contact with people coming out of it, and I when I look at them, I'm just like, dude, there's the internet, man. You gotta, you gotta. This is.
1: Hey, Things. they're like
2: eh, physical media because you guys are librarians so i know you're into physical media but there, uh, there's there's a time and place here it is i found it Were you gonna it's it. it's called tj's I, t-e-j's yeah. tj's adult books and video store video come on man and it's open 24 hours of course i, I apologize it has one window but that window has the sign that i'm talking about in it
1: <laughs> just for fire code reasons they probably had to have it so.
2: maybe
0: maybe
1: They're like, we'll just immediately cover this with a sign. (laughs) Uh, No, I just think it's funny that somehow in a Movies by Minutes podcast on a children's movie from 1984, I somehow ended up telling the story of the time I got a Playboy in high school. So, and too young to have it.
0: But. Well, if I remember correctly, Korea ended or ended in July 1953 and the first issue of Playboy didn't come out till December 1953. So it wouldn't have been Playboy. Sorry, Ho-John.
1: Like you said, <laughs> no I don't think Marilyn Monroe Playboy for you. Usually had naked on the cover, even no in later years. There you go. Maybe sometimes they did. Everything had the band on the plastic over
2: it. Tierney, yeah. I afforded afforded you the picture. <laughs> <laughs> Thank
1: you.
2: I don't have I don't have Megan's Facebook, so I can't send it to her. Oh. But it's very important. Everybody can look at it. It's not that much. It's just gray building. Great building. I'm Got not it. going in there. I will not take <laughs> shots of anything inside.
0: We can only imagine.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's basically what happens when somebody walks out with one of those black paper bags. I'm just like, dude. Now, I, I'm not going to kink shame anybody. If you want to do whatever you want to do, there is a place called the Pleasure Chest that's up in the north side of Chicago. They sell wonderful uh, adult toys for any proclivity. Go wild. It's just the adult bookstore with no windows. I mean, the, uh, the pleasure chest has, like, windows, and it's, like, a nice front, and you lock in, and there are people there that will help you, and they're very nice, whereas this place seems like it's dingy and gross. And I guarantee the guy behind the desk no, has a mustache. I, I guarantee <laughs> it. It still says
1: it's connected. So. And probably... Ah! <laughs> okay. Um,
2: you got another song from me, in case you're wondering. Hey, okay. Oh is it
0: about porn? <laughs>
2: it is. <laughs> okay. That killed the internet last time. Let's keep it going.
0: Pornography keep going. killed the, the internet is for porn. All right. Um, the internet
2: so... is for porn. All right. Just grab your ticket double click for porn. porn, <laughs> porn. <laughs> what a great show. Avenue Q. So good. Okay. All right. What were we talking about? All right. So we're talking pornography. about pornography. Yes. We, we were
1: talking about pornography poor ho John
2: now has more pornography than he's ever seen in his entire life and it's a blonde woman so he's never seen a blonde woman So, other than the, probably the it's, it's nurses it's very
1: clear to me at the end of this minute that boys are the same everywhere so oh, let's yeah. talk about this boy for the love of God before the internet goes again okay. this is ho john. he's played by Kim Atwood for the love of God listeners if you have information about Kim Atwood please contact me Oh, Why I'm is sure there you... no information about Kim Atwood? He's there's like one period. of those people,
2: like <sighs> they were in Star Wars, that somehow had parts, but would never like in the credits, and like no one knows about them. They never came to anything, a convention. Is like you, you, there's nothing. They just fell off the planet.
1: Yes, yes, it's it's awful. Something like that. His role is accurate. He's a mess. All boy. he's been taken under the wing of this officer. There would have been. Tons of Koreans working at the mash in various things. And so, yeah, working in the muscle makes perfect sense. In fact, one of the critiques that vets have watching this is like, where are all the Koreans? (laughs) um, They were doing so many of these jobs. In fact, the ones that became fluent in English would have been in the OR assisting in some cases. He's accurate. Yeah, taken under this guy's wing. You're around, take a liking to someone. Okay, fine, but the name Hojon is completely inaccurate, and there is a very endearing moment when a history professor in the special mash history through the lens says, "What the heck kind of name is like? They made that up."
2: Is it supposed Even to be funny? Video, like, I don't get it. If it's name. supposed to be funny, no,
1: They but- no. just. Here's the thing. It sounds Korean.
2: Okay, I guess.
1: So you got to kind of make that like. Again,
2: we're, we're in a different time place. where, they, you know, yeah. where, I mean, they had Long, long Duck Dong in uh, Sixteen yeah. Candles. So, I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. there's a certain
2: it, level of Asian uh, culture that we just made like a oh, oh, funny name. Ha-ha. Yeah. Like they yeah. we weren't
1: trying to make him a funny name. They just they couldn't be bothered to give him a actual. Like, I don't know. Hojan. That sounds Korean good. name. Yeah. Yeah. And in their defense. So if you are searching just Hojan name. There was a North Korean high up muckety muck uh, Is that his name? John Pyongho <laughs> oh. So, like, the elements are there, but like, eh. no one was named Ho John. This hmm. is a mash thing
2: It's a mash thing Hey, that's a <laughs> it's your first t-shirt It's a mash thing
1: <laughs> Oh my god, I love it
2: I'll design it for you Thanks, no great, problem.
1: cool So After you make all our tea public stuff, that'll be awesome. Thanks. I have a lot of ideas. See me after. (laughs) The other thing I wanted to talk about a little bit was actual we've danced around the Duval in the room. (laughs) But I did want to say
2: Let's get um, all about that Duval.
1: Let's (laughs) let's please. Um The big notes I have are that First of all, Robert Duval's dad, although Navy, was a career military officer. Mm-hmm. And he served in the Army, 1953 oh. to 1955, hmm. uh, achieving rank of private first class. The IMDb trivia even has a serial number, if hmm. you are interested in that. go. For private
2: it. first class is still pretty low.
1: Yeah, but, say That's know, it's higher than I've ever gone. He, yeah, yeah. It's true that. You, you can say achieved. It's fine but he is bringing some experience to this role that most of the other actors in this movie are not.
2: <laughs> no, um, he is definitely, is he the, is he the most famous actor in this movie at well, this point in oh, his at career? This point, I mean, it seems like it, but I don't like you know, like, uh, Elliot Gould is, it was big, but I don't know if he was as big. A, I, I don't know. Robert Duvall to me was huge at this point, but, I could be wrong.
1: I swear to God, if it's out, I'm going to lose my mind.
2: <laughs> if what's out? You're still going. You're still here? Hello? Tierney. Tierney.
0: Oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs> we're now recording. Let's go. Keep going. <laughs>
0: okay. Robert Duvall, is that what we were talking about? Yep. We were.
2: Wait. The elephant in the room, though, is Tierney is now on her phone. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah. Wow. Um, you know what's really fun? My notes on Robert Duvall are also on my phone, which I now can't look at while I talk to you guys. I can
2: tell when you're looking at your so, phone because I can't hear you.
4: <laughs> so I will not be doing that um, because from memory. I'm terrified about dropping this call. So Robert Duvall was born in 1931. His dad was a career, I already said that, and a career Navy officer. When he was a struggling actor in New York City, he lived with Dustin Hoffman and Gene Hackman and they are all great friends. But he is a staunch Republican and he supports things and hates actors to speak out liberally and it made me really super, super duper sad.
0: Oh, was that sure. your uh your your not so sad but yeah, sad And I'm not happy. sad that he's a Republican
4: because hey, what have like America to each their own, but he's like Throwing fundraisers for Rudy Giuliani to be president, Republican.
2: Oh yeah, he's insane.
4: Yeah, yeah. it's a bummer.
2: He's really Rob Lowing it right now. Ooh, <laughs> that's poignant. Trust me, when you hear this in the summer, it will have been poignant then. <laughs> uh, it's not probably not anymore because now I, Rob Lowe. Yeah.
0: I just learned some things about Rob Lowe today thanks to Twitter, and I want yep, that That's exactly what I'm talking about. Way again. Ugh. Anyway.
4: Yeah. Yeah, so now we're all real depressed. No, but, and I had a list of, like, all his different um, ancestry, but basically, I was just really sad that he is not just German-Irish, but I was still happy because he's almost exactly the same European mutt that I am, so I'm still Tom in, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I realize there are more important things in this world, but I couldn't help it. And oh, and the other note was that he said that his parents always took him to church, regular attender, and so he had always been a believer. Hmm. So okay. um, that cool. seems relevant for this minute.
2: Yep. Yes. He's just the kind of believer that you don't want to meet. I have no problem with faith. I have problems when faith is thrown at you and pushed on you and pushed on other people without their knowledge or... You know, consent. ho John has not wanted to do this. He's no. being made to do this.
4: He feels like he has to do this. Yeah. It'll pay off in the long
2: run. I mean, learning English isn't a bad idea, but I don't know how much he's going to yeah. use it after the Korean War is over.
4: Which doesn't <laughs> gonna last gonna not learn, long. He's going to learn some more useful skills before this movie is over. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm trying to. Think what, I know. I think. Yeah, I was trying to think because you were asking who was the most famous person, and I really don't know. I think it would depend on what you're into.
2: Yeah, but you I, know, what, what think, would
4: you have seen these guys in before? I think box
2: office. Maybe it's Robert Duvall because he was in Godfather, so he would have. Been. Yeah, but
4: when was first? Godfather came started- out in '72, didn't it?
2: hmm It did.
4: Yeah. So it was probably this probably concurrent, 70, right? So no, cool. this is gravity Film in '69.
2: Oh, it was filmed in 69? Okay, I thought it was yeah. filmed in 70. Okay, because I know that The Godfather was filmed over a long time, so I'm wondering.
4: Yeah, no, I think he has this first, and then the next big thing. And honestly, that's why so many people don't think of Robert Duvall being in this movie.
2: Right, because he was, he was, I guess, it's, not a person. that you, you. He wasn't on the marquee. I mean, if you look at the marquee, it didn't say, Robert yeah. Duvall in MASH. <laughs> yeah, that's
4: <so. laughs> true. So, and then the godfather so overshadowed it, but it's not like he was eating out on, hey, I was
2: in MASH. Speaking of which, have you guys talked about the poster
4: for MASH? I Nash. don't think we've gotten into the poster Ooh. yet.
2: Can I, can I talk about the poster? Yeah, no,
4: go, go, go. Uh,
2: yeah, the poster, if you look at it, um, if you've ever seen the poster, it says this is what the new freedom for screen, freedom of the screen uh, rule was for. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm you go look at the poster. Yeah, so it, the,
4: oh, you don't know that
2: one? Like up at the yeah, the yellow one with the fingers. Yep. Yeah. And at the top of it it says, uh, what does it say exactly? Now I missed it. I was on the page. There it is. Uh, mash is what the <laughs> yeah. freedom of the screen is all about. Do you guys know what the freedom of the screen is? I had to go look this up.
0: No. A new freedom of screen. I always the just
4: screen. assumed it was part of a whole new Hollywood thing.
2: Not Hollywood, but uh local states until from 1907 and ni- uh 1980. States could decide, could create their own panels about movies, and they could actually ban indecent, quote-unquote, indecent or harmful movies. And all of the small theater companies sued the the government and the MPAA, and yeah. they said, you can't have, you're taking movies away that people want to see because you feel they're indecent, whereas they've already been rated by the MPAA. Yeah. So if we want to have an R-rated movie, we're only going to let people in that are allowed to see an R-rated movie. We're not breaking a law, but you are adding sure. another law in that you can't show this movie. So the Freedom of the Screen Act, this movie could have been banned in other states, and it wasn't. You could boycott yeah. still, of course, but they used yeah. to legally be able to ban movies.
4: And I've, I've always heard of that on the City, love. <laughs> Um, I, I remember reading about that. I actually... Probably first heard about it in an episode of Nash when they want the moon is blue or um, the moon is not blue. Oh, there, there's a movie that's been banned in Boston because it's so oh, dirty. I mean, it turns out it's just because they mentioned the, they use the word virginity. Mm. Um, but I, I'm trying to think if that was Massachusetts or just they just talk about Boston. I have to look up if that was statewide. Well, that is so cool because I. Like I said, I always just assumed that referred to, you know, the sense of freedom, not a literal act.
2: Yeah, and it was based on inequality, so it actually went against the Bill of Rights. So they went, they did the whole thing in the 1950s. They went back in the 50s and 60s and went back in and fought it. I'm sure Mm -hmm. there's an actual law at the end of the day that basically said they couldn't ban movies based on that. Mm -hmm. It's interesting.
4: Hmm. that's
2: so cool yeah and i because i was like what is freedom of the screen what is, does that mean something to anybody and i guess that was uh, maybe altman was big on maybe he's a big hippie and just wanted you know make sure that movies get made and he was also new to movies at this point well, so you know so his he was he was going to be that guy who's going to buck the system yeah I, I, remember I, we didn't talk about war this way war was either funny or we won we didn't talk about war where people died all the time, and it was a senseless, you know, Korean conflict, especially a lot of the people that were killed, was senseless. At least from Americans' point of view. I mean, I don't know that we needed to be there, and, and I'm sure that was, this was before Vietnam, so they didn't have any of that level of protest, but I'm sure some- Well, he
4: was making a Vietnam War movie just using Korea. Right. Um, no, uh, that was actually something, I I forgot to we were talking about like oh you know robert duval actually had been an army officer or not officer he's been in the army rather robert altman is a vet from world war Two he flew in bombers basically um like the catch what the guys are doing in catch 22 in in real life um and i don't think in italy shoot now i'd have to look that up um but he had served, and so they were saying that was kind of the weird thing about the fact that he was a hippie part of New Hollywood was he was the age of most of the other guy's dads. <laughs>
3: you
4: know, like, Lucas wasn't there for victory in Europe. <laughs> but he had the attitude, he'd always had that anti-authoritarian attitude, and this was, was new to movies, but he had been working, it's kind of funny if you look at his background, everything seemed to kind of build up very slowly because when he got back from the wars he was making you know he tried to break into things and making it work and he was making um not instructional videos institutional videos is that the word i'm looking for like how to run your machine on the line and oh, yeah. um that supposedly is why he got so good at working with non-actors you know new actors or non-actors and Here, do this, and you know, he'd done TV, he was inching towards it, and then MASH was such a success that it was kind of like, okay, now I can do what I wanted to
2: do, yeah. And that happened, I mean, that's what what I wanted to
4: do. I didn't like as much,
2: that's what (laughs) I with Lucas and a lot of these guys Spielberg did the same thing. All these guys that they were younger, but the the system at that point was prove yourself with one movie, and you get the keys to the kingdom for the next 20 years, and we won't even ask any questions. It's basically what happened. Well, they're like, they're like, I don't know. Steven Spielberg's making a lot of good, like, makes a lot of money, so let's let him do whatever he wants. And, and George Lucas may let him do whatever he wants. If he wants to have Ewoks, yeah. let him have Ewoks.
4: And there has been, shoot, I have to look at who said it. I'm reason I'm thinking on this. Um, but someone did refer to nash's the movie that saved Fox, essentially, because the studios were all in such dire straits financially. I was the 70s were kicking off that I kind of get that attitude of like, these guys made us a bunch of money, they saved our asses. Sure! Go for it! (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Um, And then when they got really weird and that wasn't making as much money, they were real in a little bit. (laughs)
2: Well, this movie hit at the right point. I think that's why. Also, I think there was a lot of anger about Vietnam, so this movie hit mm-hmm. the without having to hit it on nail on the head with a Vietnam story. It hit it nail on the head. Yeah. It was just, you know, it was funny, but not like goofy funny. It was just like witty. I guess witty yeah. is the right word for yeah. it. it. It was definitely higherbrow yeah. than than just like a yuck 'em up. So, yeah,
4: an anti-authoritarian comedy. Yeah, 1970 was perfect for what you wanted to (laughs) be. Yeah, that's
2: all I've got. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We did it. We We had a
4: little adventure.
2: (laughs) We went on a little audio adventure. Thank you all for uh, sticking with everything. I can't wait to see how this is edited together.
4: (laughs) Yeah. I'm so mad at my internet right now. Thank you guys so much for putting up with this. I know nah, it's no not easy.
2: You want us to sign off?
4: Yes. Yes. Let's uh, you're right. We should probably actually end the episode. All right,
2: you go, you start it.
4: I'll just say I'm Tony Steele and I apologize for this editing <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm Jonathan Howell, and you don't have to apologize for this editing job. It happens to everybody. Don't worry about it. You're now a podcaster, a real podcaster, because you had oh, literally everything life go life. wrong, and you're still putting in an episode. So kudos to you. Go listen exactly. to Minute Possible. MinutePossible.com. There.
4: And Megan and I. you mentioned earlier you're a reference librarian and you also do a lot of PR and thank god because you understand the internet so much better than me (laughs) it's all good yep so I'm sure you will have had a lot of fun posting links to songs and videos and screenshots of porn shots be so much fun Hopefully, that does not break all our listeners' internet.
0: do Hopefully, you'll join us for minute 14. Yay! Yay!
4: Yay!
0: Excellent. <laughs>
4: all right. I'll talk to you guys next minute.
2: You did it.